Ronaldo. Yes! Yes! David Beckham has done it big time. Hello and welcome to the Hedo and Seva Uncharted podcast. Seva, welcome. Cheers, Matty. Thank you very, very much. Uh, this is our maiden voyage. And I'm Matthew Hetrick. And I'm Daniel Severino. And we are going to go by Hedo and Seva for the rest of the podcast. But we thought we'd give you our names to start with. So, Seva, what about how we started this podcast? It's a pretty funny story, right? Yeah, it was. Um, it, it literally started up as gym talk at the, the local gym that we both go to, uh, MG Active, ran by Mark Geyer and Logan Geyer. Number one trainer in Penrith. Definitely. Got me in shape. <laughs> Look at you Got now, fit ass. Got you back in shape. Got me back in shape. Um, it really started because we were uh, just chatting football. Really, we're probably the only two in the gym that really do chat football right so um soon found out that we were both liverpool fans and uh it sort of went from there right yeah it did mate it was easy talking and um every day we saw each other the talks got longer and you know hanging out in the car parks and it just started turning dark on us and we're like didn't it? And we, we got to do something hands. about this got all weird <laughs> so we decided to say let, let's start a podcast so look here we are now um, we've got a pretty good lineup ready to go and we'll, we, we will give you that as we go later on. But what we're going to do is we're going to talk about what this podcast is going to be about. And there is some serious stuff to the podcast, right? Um, we are going to be very lighthearted with most of our guests and yourself throughout this, but th- there is there is some serious side to it. And, and we are going to attack and, and go about the mental health side of not necessarily football, but sport in general. Yep, definitely, Hedo. And it's the issue that we found, well, I found chatting to you uh, was the transitioning from athlete, I guess, back into the real world. And uh, a few guests are going to chat about that as well. Um, And also, obviously, we are going to be football, right? Yep, definitely. So let's get started, Seva. Um, I'm going to run through first, I'm going to run through some questions about your career because people probably don't know who the real Daniel Severino is. So Seva, let's get started. Um, Where did it all start for you, mate? Um, Well, in terms of career, I like to say the career started at about six years old. Um, Even though I was an unpaid player back then, um, it pretty much started... um, just sitting in the kitchen one day, I remember in the corner, I was sitting on the bench and uh, my parents just came up to me and said, hey, you know, do you want to get involved with the, with the team? And um, I was already playing at the time and, um, yeah, I just went down to the local team and, uh, yeah, just started from there. Um, and then at about eight years old, uh, I decided to go and uh, play for Marconi, which back then was uh, the place to be for, for anyone. Um, and yeah, then from there I just went through all the junior ranks and stuff like that, all the way through to the reps and uh, pretty much made my way into the first team. Uh, I think it was about in 98, 99 as a 17, 18 year old and uh, yeah. That's where I want to pick it up there. So let's let, let's talk about that. So Marconi, 1999, yeah? Yeah. Right, what was the next big thing that happened 1999 for you? Uh, 99, pretty significant, eh? Um, I remember we went over to a Via Reggio tournament in Italy. It was, I think it was an under 19s or an under 20 tournament and we were there for about I think maybe about 10 days, two weeks. And on our way back in, um, 
I remember it was one la- last game we were playing against, I think, Bari or something. And um, the football manager at the time came up to me and said, look, have you got an agent? I said, no, like, what for? And he goes, because there's some interest out there for you and um, that's what the football world's about, you know, moving on, making, you know, trading players and stuff like that and getting sold. And um, so I had to make a quick call back home. <laughs> I woke my parents up <laughs> during the night and they gave the... Uh, the all clear? Yeah, they um they gave the okay for the club to, to act on my behalf. Um, I think at the end of it, by the time we got back to Australia, uh, there were about eight clubs in England. No, sorry, there were uh, eight clubs in Italy and two clubs in England. Uh, the two in England were Sunderland and Newcastle. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was surprised. Wow. Yeah. Um, you could have been. You could have been on Geordie Shaw, right? <laughs> Listen uh, to you. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah, so it started from there, eh? And then, um, and then uh, basically, it was that was in the February, and then uh, in a, I think it was around about the April or something. Um, I got called in the offices at Marconi, and um, there was uh, there was a club called Bologna at the time, a Serie A club, and we sat down with the, with the, with the powers of to be, and we we pretty much agreed on a half a million dollar deal back then. Um, and a week later, it fell apart. Uh, I believe I was. They pretty much asked for double. They blew the deal out of the water. Who Marconi did? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So a million dollar deal back then is like uh, it's probably maybe six, seven million dollars now. Wow. Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, it was going to be the biggest transfer ever in um, in uh, in soccer history or football history. Yeah, at that time, I think only Paul Ocon had the. Uh, had the uh, the record at the time, so wow. So so Bologna fell through. Bologna fell through. Um, three months later, um, I was doing pre-season with the first team at Marconi. Yeah, uh, under Eddie Krencevich, and I just remember um, I just remember him telling me one day, oh, you know, you know, up the left hand side, this will be yours, you know. And I'm thinking, hold on, this guy doesn't know that I'm about to jump on a plane tomorrow. I've got a deal ready to go with a club called Piacenza. And um, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I pretty much yet yeah, um, it was it was an undisclosed fee. Really? D- yeah, due to what happened with Bologna. Yeah, um, right. Not even I know the fee to be honest. Uh, and I uh, I went there and uh, that was in ninety nine two thousand. I remember I spent the Olympics watching it alone when the Olympics were on here in Italy. Yeah, I was in Italy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, how good! Right, let's get to the let's get to the good stuff. Right. So how long at Piacenza for? I was there for about two and a half years, two years, two and a half years. I had a, I had a four four year deal, uh, but yeah, the club something happened in the club, and um, yep, yeah, I didn't see that. And that's what happens. And then next stop, Millwall. Yeah. Uh, next stop was Millwall. Yep. Um, I met an agent back then whose name is Andy Burnell, who we're going to touch on a little bit later on. I've got some stories about that. Very much so. Yep. 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 He was um, he was David Beckham's agent at the time, and uh, he actually had. Tim Cahill as well, who was playing at Millwall at the time, and uh, I got introduced to him. And he came over my my parents' house and um, pretty much mapped out a plan for me. And I was on the next flight straight over. Yeah, straight over. So, how long at Millwall then? Let's l- let's not talk too much about it. But yep. was it was it what you were after? No, no. Uh, 
England didn't suit me. Yeah, right. Did not suit me at all. So how long there for then? I was there for about half a season. Wow, okay. Yeah. And then back to Australia? Back to Australia, yep. Got a couple of ops on the groins and... Uh, straight back to Marconi? Straight back to the home, home uh, base. Yeah. Stop it. So a couple more years in Marconi. Then uh, we've been told over to Bankstown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to get some games under my belt. And um, at that time, the, uh, the NSL was pretty much on its decline. And there was going to be a spell in between... NSL and A-League and um, I decided to go to Bankstown because I had a few friends playing there and uh, another person we're going to touch on soon is a, uh, Peter Tsikenis and Peter Papiathis they were the coaches at the time yeah we can't wait to get those two in actually it's going to be good that, yeah. th- that's going to be a good yarn yeah. alright so a couple of um, what a couple of titles there at Bankstown was it yep a couple of titles Had I, I thoroughly enjoyed playing under there yeah I, I bet you would I bet you would it now really this is where it gets pretty interesting right so you're at Bankstown and then you go to Iceland yeah, you go to Iceland for an eight-week contract. Is that right? Is that what, am, Are you actually going to say you went there for eight weeks? Yeah, yeah. Honest truth, yes. I went there because the club were playing in the UEFA Cup. Actually, no, we had to qualify for the UEFA Cup and then play in it. And um, the whole thing about that was spend some time there and Norwich were actually tracking me in the Premier League. God knows how. Don't know, but that's, that's, that's the way football is. Um, you know, yeah, so uh, we went there. Went there for about eight weeks. And I uh, love my time there. Very, very different. <laughs> and then over to and, and then over to Sweden I, uh, as well, yeah. Yeah. Then from there went to Sweden. Wow. Sweden was Sweden. great. Yeah. Good place. And um, yeah. All right. And then and then there's the second coming at Bankstown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it just yeah. I I just I just wanted to play games and uh, I wanted to come home. To be honest, I just felt like uh, I was a boomerang, a human boomerang. I just kept coming back. Um, yeah, and we're going to talk about that stuff with with some of our guests too. How hard it is actually to make it overseas and the and the issues that players face, right? So we'll go through a, a lot of that stuff. So Bankstown, and you got the itch to go back. Yeah, got the itch. I got the itch to go back. Um, uh, yeah, I went back to Italy. I just yeah, I just. I don't know, I just felt like I had unfinished business, eh? Um, and yeah, went over there and went over there for a year. And then um, uh, my wife now, she um, she had family in Malta. So in the off-season, um, I had to stick around because the club was... In Italy? Yeah, I, had, I was supposed to stick around and um, just sign a deal in the off-season. And um, so I said, all right, we'll, we'll, go, to, we'll go to your homeland <laughs> and then it'll be easy for me to just trek back for an hour, sign it, and then, you know... Yep. Head back home rather than the 24 hour back, 24 hours. So, yeah, we did that. And then um, uh, the money got pulled out of the club. Yeah, right. And um, yeah, I was pretty much where to play next, you know. Uh, I didn't want to come home. I, I really wanted to hang around there because it was getting closer to pre season. Yep. So, yeah, cl- uh, one of the biggest clubs there in Malta named uh, Slimmer Wanderers. Um, yeah, they um, signed you. They, they, yeah, they signed me, and it's just a great place to live. Uh, pretty good place to play. Yeah, right. Uh, and yeah, just just felt right. And then f- from Malta, Bonnie Rig, yeah. Yep. After Malta, um, yeah, that's it. Same thing. Come back home. So you come back home, play for Bonnie Rig, and then the Gold Coast yep. come knocking. Yep. Right. This is where this is where it gets pretty interesting. And and for those listening and and watching, this is going to be pretty raw. So Gold Coast play there for a, how long? There for I was there for a season. Sit there for a season. It was um, 
biggest eye-opener of my life. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that's, really was. that's back when the A-League nearly first, basically first started, right? No, that was 2011. Okay. Yeah, so I was well and truly in it. I think it was, uh, it could have been seventh or eighth Se- Yeah. All right. Now, we spoke about this earlier today and uh, I'm going to ask. So the Wanderer, Western Sydney Wanderers come into the comp, right? And... I've been told that you were their first signing. Yes or no? Uh, true. Correct. Right. So you've signed from the Gold Coast as Western Sydney United's uh, Western Sydney Wanderers first signing, along with uh, it was Aaron Moy and Tarek Elric. All right. Uh, so just to make to it take clear, it away. Nothing was on paper. I hadn't actually signed. Okay. But I had the three-year deal in my hand, ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Pending a coach, yeah? Pending a coach. Um, because of what happened at, uh, at Gold Coast, I just, I was, I was 30 years old. I was at a crossroads where I wanted to start a family. Um, I didn't need the so-called, you know, shenanigans that was going on on the Gold Coast. I just, I needed stability. And I was just waiting for it. Everyone coach, loves hey. the shenanigans on the Gold oh. Coast. Come on, pal. <laughs> yeah, I was just waiting for a coach, eh? Hey, because I just wasn't... Um, I just wanted to know who was going to be the coach at the time, to be honest. Um, yeah, and then what happened was uh, they named they named their coach and the deal was removed from the table instantly, along with all dealings with my agent at the time. And it's a, it's a pretty big call to make, right? That's a pretty big call. First signing, Aaron Moy, Tarek Elridge, Daniel Severino, and it doesn't come off, yeah? Correct. Must Correct. have been pretty cranky, I dare say. I was, to be honest. Um, yeah, I um, being a little bit naive, I uh, I admittedly took to social media, <laughs> and um, I said I said some stuff I shouldn't have, which uh, which I I do regret. But you know when when your when your lifeline's on the line, you know people three year deal, three year deal, uh, very good money. I have to say, um, living out of home, living 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 from your own home. Yeah. Um, when Local. someone yeah, when someone just rips that out of your fingers, you know, you, you just can't take it. You can't. Yeah. 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 So I All did right. go about it the wrong way, but yeah, a little bit regretful. You'll be right, mate. We'll get we'll, we'll get through it. You yeah. never know, right? Now finished at finished at Marconi. Then went back, finished at Marconi. Correct, yeah, yeah. After that, I um, because I'd been playing two years straight, um, I just, yeah, played a season at Marconi in the Premier League and then that was it. Well, if you yeah, your playing career is pretty good and I, I, I've, said to you, I've said this to you before, that you may have a job, you may have a football lifeline handy by the, in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned. I've got a contract offer that we can throw to you. You can be part of my... Eastern Creek scored at any point, right? <laughs> so, uh, just quickly before we finish on on that uh, footballing career through Europe and Australia, uh, the links with Andy Burnell and Tim Cahill, uh, one of our guests, one of our big guests, Andy Burnell, who's uh, got a book out, Riding yep. Shotgun. Riding Shotgun, yep. And there's a, a cha- chapter or a, a page on you in there, I, I've been told. Yeah, there is actually. Um, when he... Uh when he was, when he had the idea about the book, he uh, he obviously had to make contact with a lot of people and say, "Is it okay to be mentioned in that?" And I gave him the go ahead. And uh, yeah, it'll just be some stuff from Millwall and Italy and that. And uh, yeah, he sent me what was going to be in the book, and along with a lot of other stuff. 
So uh, it's going to be an exciting book. Yeah, we can't we can't wait for that, and we can't wait to get him on board as well. Exactly right. right. Yeah. So correct. Um, all right, let's move on. Um, give us your differences between playing in Europe and playing in Australia. Uh, differences was pretty much the uh, the speed, speed of the game. Uh, everyone knew exactly what they were supposed to do. Um, it was just frightening because you go there and you just know that they live and breathe this stuff. Uh, ever like ever since they were young kids, you know. I remember going over there and I watched an under tens team train literally move like robots, like a four four two. It was crazy. I'd never seen that uh, from such a young age group. Uh, the lifestyle completely different. Food culture. Everything is just, imagine just someone just coming up to you and pressing reset and rebooting you and having to learn everything from scratch. Yeah. We think you could be a big fish here or whatever, you go over there, completely different. And it's good to understand, right? We're, we're going to throw, we're going to ask a lot of our guests that are going to come on are going to have similar experiences, right? So, yeah, definitely. Um, speaking of guests, let's um, let, let's give the viewers and the listeners uh, a bit of a rundown on, on, on our guests and uh, some upcoming guests soon. So we touched on Andy Burnell. Yep. Um, he's going to be one of our guests and we've been in, in constant contact with him and he, his uh, autobiography, Riding Shotgun which is um, we really can't wait for it right oh it's just jam packed with the Beckham transfer uh, parties with Real Madrid players yeah uh, yeah just covering up stories left right and centre I reckon um, there's uh, there's word out there that Vinnie Jones has actually picked up the story and he wants to take it to Hollywood yeah so this is we, we can't wait to get him on um, we're going to get one of a couple of your good friends one is Michael Thwaite yeah Michael Thwaite uh, he's playing on the Gold Coast at the moment in the yep. MPL yeah yep MPL uh, Zach Anderson Zach Anderson just moved back from Asia uh, then we've decided to run with this segment called Son of a Gun um, and again touching on on mental health and, and sort of how hard it was growing up in the in the shadows uh, of a gun of a gun in, in, in no other words so in, in first guest Mark Guy Logan Guy yeah exactly father and son combination they run a gym out at uh, Penrith there um, yeah just exactly how hard it is to try and create your own path um, in a massive shadow of a, of, a, of a father of a massive 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 figure and we're also going to get another friend of yours uh, Martin Lang yeah on who was the strength and conditioning coach at Gold Coast United correct hello and we're going to have a chat to his old man Johnny as well yep um, we are going with another friend of yours Shane Lyons Shane Lyons and Cliffy Lyons and Cliffy Lyons so to all those uh, rugby league fans out there we're, we're going to get Cliffy on board we're going to go Mark Robertson yeah Mark Robbo up at uh, where's he now I think he's in Manchester, Manchester. he's a scout possibly for Man City yeah and uh, we're going to talk to Robbo and he's young bloke Alex is in the Man City system at the moment, right? Massive waves he's making over there. He's uh, he's an Aussie he's an Aussie player, but he has represented England under 15s, and he looks like he's going to go all the way to the top. A eh? they're grooming him for big, big things. So let's see how we go with that. Peter Catholis, yeah, the cat. He um, we're going to take a little bit old school now. He was a absolute massive player in the um, in the early 80s, all the way through to the late 80s and 80s and early 90s. Um, absolutely, he pretty much created the number 10 role in this country how good um, we're going to get Kombutianis on yeah Butianis the left foot of the devil yeah um, 
he, he, he pretty much was the best dead ball specialist in the country I think that anyone's ever seen. He was just phenomenal. It was unbelievable and it's a pleasure to have him on. And um, uh, a, a good friend of yours, Flea? Peter Papythus, yes. The uh, the king of Mykonos. King of Mykonos. And movies have been made about this guy. We are going to have a good chat to Flea. Uh, we're also going to get Ivan Nesevsky on. Yep. Alex Smith, Chris Sharp. Yep. Uh, and a friend and a friend of mine, Anthony Proyer. Yep, correct. Who has uh, done some stuff. So a pretty good guest list. Yeah. Right. Uh, there are good a lot info. we can't reveal just yet. Just just for certain reasons, but um, they've all been confirmed. But yeah, we just need to keep them a little bit quiet for now. Well played, mate. Well played, hey. You, yeah. you, you have got this caper down, I down do, pat. I, I do. Now we also <laughs> now we also have a heap of player agents uh, from here and abroad that uh, are wanting either wanting to come on or have been invited to come on, and they're going to give us the rundown into. Transfer window, player transfers, how it all works and why. Yeah. Like why there's so much, why all of a sudden there's unrest. They're going to give us a bit of background knowledge and uh, and ludicrous demands. Yeah, mate. just behind every deal there's like absolute crazy shocking demands from players, agents and yeah, just the real dirty side of what happens in, in and around transfers and why they break down and why they actually get pushed through. It's amazing some of the, um, some of the stories that are... Uh, that are going to come out, you know. Um, it's uh, it's just, yeah, that's what podcasts are all about, eh? Just listening sto- listening to stories, you know, ticking the boxes. And we're good listening to and we're also good watching. So we're going to have our YouTube channel up and running as well, mate. Exactly so right. people can sit on their lounge and have a beer and watch it. Now, this podcast, YouTube channel, all of the above, would not be able to get off the ground if we didn't have the help of uh, a few really, really good sponsors, right? So, Correct. Um, as you can see behind us, uh, if you're watching us, uh, mate, uh, we're in their studio at the moment and they've been a big help to us. So, um, choose an internet provider you can trust like mate. Choose a mobile, provi- mobile provider you can trust like mate. So, go and check them out at www.letsbemates.com.au and... Uh, uh, we can't actually thank them enough. And they're also a uh, major sponsor of my Premier League team at Eastern Creek. So uh, they're on the front of the shirt. So, uh, Dave, we can't thank you enough. So thank you for that. Um, and also the place that got Daniel Severino back into uh, his... Playing sh- weight. Play- back into playing weight. Uh, MG Active. No mirrors, no expectations where you can be you. That's it. You'll find them on Unit 3 and 4, 51 York Street, South Penrith. Uh, yeah, just rock up. MG's there every single morning with his son, Logues. And, uh, yeah, they're a proud sponsor. We've even got their hats and that here. I'm wearing one myself. Fit my big head. <laughs> and uh, a sponsor that come on board as well, Rusty Penny Brewing Co. is... Uh, the beer of choice for our, for us at the moment. Uh, you can see their beers here. Um, you can go and check them out if you want at their brewery, Unit 5, 4 Dean Place, Penrith, and uh, Severo and I actually were there the other week. And <laughs> they, they certainly give us the taste of everything they oh, had. They gave us the grand tour, didn't they? Didn't they give us the grand tour, wow. Top guys as well. Very, very, very good blokes. Very good and, 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 and old St Dom's boys. So, yeah, follow uh, all their socials as well, yeah, eh, Rusty we'll, Penny. We'll tag them all, 
later on. Uh, also, a uh, sponsor that's come on on uh, late is the the planning station for all your planning needs. Yep. Uh, go and see them on Facebook and Instagram at the planning station. Exactly. So, and you can see their posters in the background as we speak at the moment. Um, a friend of mine who did our logo, Matt Clark, so Little Paperboat Supply Company, uh, they have put out, he, he's made our heads look all right at the back there, hey? Uh, so go and follow him at Little, pa- Little Paperboat Supply Co. He does beanies, hats, socks, uh, air fresheners, which you can see, which, which we'll be giving away very soon, stubby holders, um, pretty much anything you want. So go and check him out. I think we've got them coming, don't we? We do have air fresheners coming and we've, we're going to order stubby holders too. So Yeah, they'll be online yeah, shortly. Everyone will be able to check our heads out for a long time coming. <laughs> um, and also DS Tipping and Excavations. For all your excavation and landscaping needs, you can find them on Facebook. Uh, if you need a digger, you know, you know who to call. So. What are you looking at me for? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so just to close off, uh, Seva, first episode, introducing it. Uh, it's been pretty raw, our first go, so I don't think we've actually done too bad. Yeah, not too bad, to be honest. Um, our first guest is one that we chose pretty wisely. We just wanted, like, the voice of Australian football. He's our Martin Tyler. He's Simon Hill. Um, he'll be down here at the mate the mate studio pretty much revealing it all um he's no longer with fox sports anymore um he's pretty much going on his own and he's making his own waves um so it'll be absolutely amazing to get him down here and he might even teach us a thing or two (laughs) we definitely do need some help now just before we go uh a big thank you to someone that's helping us out at the moment jeff lambert uh, videographer, photographer. Yep. Um, if you're interested, go and check him out at jefflambert.com.au. And Jeff, we can't thank you enough for uh, making us look good, mate. So thank you very much. Now, Seba, that's us for today, mate. That's us, mate. Not too bad, not too bad. Mate, Thanks we did it. Everything. A couple of beers, we did it. We Thanks didn't even have that Penny many. Again. So, Rusty Penny, thank you again. So, uh, we'll definitely be back. Yep. Just... Um, just uh, just keep tracking our socials and that, and um, yeah, this will be dropping very, very soon. Um, get it into a bit of editing. We need a bit of editing, don't we? Yeah, we need a lot of editing. But uh, mate, I think we've been I think we've been pretty good to start with. Yep, and just um, yeah, just show us all your support through the socials and stuff like that, and um, we'll just keep delivering pretty good content. It's not going to be about us. It's going to be about the people coming on and the stories that they've got, life experiences, mental health is massive, especially during this world pandemic that we find ourselves in, and uh, yeah, we just can't thank you guys enough for the followers that we already have and for the future ones yeah we just hope to just uh, bring you exactly what you guys want to hear yeah and just keep following us and we'll keep delivering exactly right cheers Seba thanks Hedo cheers brother